Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queens Badass podcast episodes today. I'm really excited to have Sashin Sharma with me today. Sashin is a coach, speaker and content creator. After leaving the banking industry, he is focused on helping entrepreneurs build their businesses and doing so with a healthy mind. He does this by coaching clients both in groups and one-to-one as well as through his social media platforms which are dedicated to personal development and helping entrepreneurs succeed. So I met Sashin a few months ago now and I came came on his podcast which we had a really good chat all about money and law of attraction so I thought it was only fair to get him to come on the podcast today and talk to you all about his pearls of wisdom to do with depression mental health um, and also his take on the law of attraction as well so thank you so much Sasha for being here today Thank you so much for having me, Emma. Yeah, our podcast was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. I'm super excited to dive into some more stuff uh, with you today. Definitely. So my first question for you today then is, when did you spiritually awaken? What's your story? Uh, okay, so I'll give you the not three hour long version because otherwise we'll be here all day. Um, so in 2015, um, <clears throat> like I finished university in 2014 and for about nine months or so I was just unemployed sitting around at home not really doing much playing a lot of video games and just trying to find you know like how everyone tells you oh, you've got to get a job or whatever I just thought okay well that's the next thing I'm going to do whatever just do it and I found myself working in a bank and it wasn't there was not enough human interaction for me to just I didn't express myself a lot but I now found myself getting really bored like I would I would go to work and fall asleep at my desk and I would be like the first one to leave and then in 2015 like March time I went to a rave with uh, some of my friends at the time and um, 
they were they were taking ecstasy, small like crystals of MDMA. And I've never really been into drugs as such. Like I smoked a fair amount of weed in my time and I did drink alcohol, but other drugs weren't really my thing. And I was kind of scared to be honest. And um, yeah, I had a, a tiny bit and I didn't get the full effect of this. Like, you know how you hear like people took a pill and then it just went crazy. I didn't really get this like mad boost of energy, but what I did get was this, a change in my thinking. And I just, it wasn't like an outward thing that I was like going up to people and hugging them. But I just kept asking myself, why do I hate myself so much? And isn't there a lot more to life than what I've been raised with? Which was like, yeah, you go to school, you go to university, you get a job, get married, have children, and then you die. And that's what, in the, at like two, three in the morning, I'm sitting down in this like whole venue area. Everyone else is raving their asses off. And I'm sitting there like deliberating life. And my friend came over, he's like, oh God, I knew I shouldn't have given you any. And I, from that point on, I've never been the same. It's not that this thing changed my personality, but I'd never experienced that kind of thinking before. Like when I was very young, yes, I used to think about it all the time. And I guess like a lot of us, at one point I just stopped asking why. And just started taking on what other people said as gospel and just tried to be a good kid and do what I was told. So that was like the kickstart. And after that point, I just kept pulling at that thread of questions. And I asked why so many times that I only lasted like three months in that job. And when I quit, I took a 70% pay cut to go and work in the office where I was the only employee there. And I was just doing admin work, but I took my laptop with me. I took my phone with me and started listening to audiobooks. I started researching psychology understanding what i am all about and that's one that for me that's what kick-started the awakening was just building a relationship with myself rather than constantly seeking distraction from the outside world definitely and you know it's fascinating that you actually had that experience with drugs and that it kind of awakened you in such a powerful way to look at things differently like you say not many people in that situation would have been having those kind of like deep (laughs) profound conversations with themselves so a lot of your work at the moment focuses around how you've cured your depression naturally so we've had this conversation before you and I that we were both able to do this and it was really good to hear your point of you know how you did this so could you share with everybody what your top tips are for curing depression naturally yeah sure so before uh, before we jump into the tips i'll just give you a brief background like from a, a young age i was getting really badly sexually abused by like just this horrible stuff was happening and then later on as i as i grew up i just had this victim mentality the whole time like oh no i'm i'm bad i'm dirty i'm ugly and bad things should happen to me and in from what like the beginning of university 2010 to 2014 you know 2013 I was being blackmailed by this girl who kept trying to stop me from breaking up with her and she used to drug me and all sorts. Like I just kept getting this compound of negative experiences and I just talked it up to you. All right, well, God must hate me then. (laughs) And I laugh about it now because that if I decide for that to be true, it will be true. But that was the view I had of the world. And I just thought, okay, well, I'm supposed to not have that much fun while I'm here and life's supposed to be shit. So let's just get on with it. And 
And that's when I found myself like lacking. I, okay, TMI time. I, at some points I would not shower for three weeks. And I know that's disgusting. Sometimes I wouldn't brush my teeth for like five, six days. Uh, sometimes I just wouldn't eat. Um, I would, wouldn't leave my bed or my room for days on end, unless it was to pick up pizza or weed. And, you know, that was, those pretty much the only things I looked forward to. The only things in my life that I found any joy in was just pleasure, physical pleasure of eating and doing drugs like alcohol and weed. And, you know, there was nothing else really. And when I finished university, I'd just gone into like a healthy relationship with someone and then she helped me to like start looking within, but it wasn't really, I wasn't really ready to take it on. When I decided to drop all of this victim mentality was around the time that I had my spiritual awakening and I quit my job. The, the main thing that I did was I just completely changed my lifestyle. And I think this is, this is what it requires is, the, in my opinion, the medication helps us be okay with the way things are. And when we change the way things are, we no longer need to be okay with it. So when I went to therapy, when I went for a diagnosis and assessment and all this stuff, they said, yeah, you can live a normal life if you, you can manage it and it will never go away. They threw all kinds of labels at me, bipolar, PTSD, complex trauma, depression, manic depression, anxiety, social anxiety. I just got fed up with the labels. I said, I'm not, I'm not doing this. So I changed my whole frame of reference around what it means to be ill. And I just saw it as okay, the conventional route is I've got to change my physiology to match what the world thinks is a normal life. Well, why don't I just change my mindset on what a normal life for me is? And that's where I think everyone can start. It's looking at what do you want from the rest of the time you've got here. You know, we're here for a very short period of time. So I looked at it like, okay, the normal life that's been advertised to me is I've got to have loads of friends. Well, do I want that? And the answer was no, because everyone around me at that time was not really my friend. And it's because I didn't have a good relationship with myself. The foundation of curing all of your, anything that ails you, and I believe all disease is a manifestation of unexpressed emotion. So the foundation to curing yourself is building a strong relationship with you. It's not about seeking something from the outside world, some little hack or secret or unlock that's gonna drastically change everything in a short period of time. In 2015, I cut off all my friends and family except for my parents and my brother. And I just started from scratch. A lot of these people were external family members. I had like over a hundred cousins. I have a massive Indian traditional family. And I tried to explain to them that like, I don't really, this isn't working for me, but there's a lot of pressure from society to make you conform. And I think that's where we start to get ill. When we take on the, the role of, okay, I have to conform, got to be a good boy, a good girl, whatever it is, get the pat on the back. You stop asking why, which causes you to repress how you truly feel about situations. And it's that repression that we got to get into. You know, like six-year-old me has got a lot of shit to say about what happened, but no one was willing to hear it at the time. So yeah, that's, I believe therapy can help, coaching can help. But ultimately, like healing yourself starts with assessing what you want from your life, then go looking at, okay, what have, what's been left unsaid and say it all, express it all, drawing, exercise, singing, dancing, 
writing, you know, these things have helped me tremendously. And that's, I think that's at the core, the core of it is the healing process requires you to be authentic. And it's not going to start from, okay, yeah, I just decided to do it. And now everything's great. It's a really, it's a bitch of a process. You know, it's not, it's not going to be fun the whole time, but the growth that you experience with implementing lifestyle changes over a longer period of time, like it's going to require you no, no clubbing. Okay. No sitting and watching Netflix for nine hours on end. No more, um, you know, just shutting up and getting on with it. That, that stuff's got to stop right now. And a lot of people are not willing to do that, which is fine. There's no judgment here, but it's just about acknowledging what you're doing, what way you're living your life and what effect that's having on you and your mind on a daily basis. So if, you're look, if you wake up in the morning and not looking forward to the next 24 hours, what makes you think anything's going to change if you don't change? Do you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. And it's so true. And from, you know, having depression myself, you know, I, I went down all the traditional routes as we discussed before, you know, counseling, CBT, medication. And for me personally, it, you know, it, my life, my depression was circumstantial. So as soon as I took myself out of the toxic environment I was in with friends, my ex-boyfriend and, you know, my mental state as well of how I viewed myself, how I viewed the world, my kind of positive mindset, like, everything changed around for me now obviously you know there are chemical chemical imbalances these things are real and you know i know from a lot of what gabby bernstein's talking about at the moment postnatal depression and things all of these are chemical imbalances and real so there are times where yes medication you know is can help and is advised absolutely but you know this is your discernment at the end of the day of mm. trying these things and saying no it's not for me and then you know what is for you. That's the only way to kind of go through it. You know, I tried medication and it wasn't for me. So I now know that actually my, the route I went down was the best route for myself. So always, you know, do what is best for you at the end of the day, because that's always the best answer. Mm. But, Emma, a question for you real quick. Mm. What do you think of the genetics argument? Like um, a lot of people have said to me, you can't cure this is genetic. Oh, 100% bullshit. I mean, we can absolutely <laughs> cure this. 100%. Yes. I mean, my parents never had depression. So why was it? Why did I get it? Oh, because I hated myself, the societal pressures, the depressing job I was in at the time. I got myself into debt. I was in a toxic relationship. I was sexually abused. Hmm. Like if you look at those circumstances, I don't think someone would be, you know, jumping around for joy at that. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man now i remember why we get on so well we have, it's it's so nice and refreshing to hear that because like i put this post out in a group i'm with some other coaches in this group where we did our course together and someone said um you know have has anyone got any experience coaching people with depression and i put my two cents in and i said you know you can cure it through the very like without medication and just everyone jumped on my back like, no, you can't throw salacious claims out there and say you're curing these things. You don't know who you're hurting. And I was just like, whoa. Okay. Well, I think it's like, you know, definitely having that air of caution. And I think that's why it's always best to put that disclaimer out there of different things work for different people. You know, what helped you? may help loads of people but then some people may not respond well to it what helps me i could advise and some people would respond well to it and others wouldn't like the problem is it's such a personal journey and you know definitely that 
you know, I absolutely champion the NHS and, you know, doctors and counsellors and all the amazing support that is out there. Absolutely. I just don't always feel it is the best support. Like when I went to counselling, I had to wait 12 weeks. I wanted to commit suicide there and then. How is that a help to people? Like, how is that mm. actually helping anybody when most of the time we are in those desperate crisis situations there and then? 12 weeks is not going to help. So it's really about, yes, looking at your, you know, your environment, looking at your surroundings of your relationships, your friendships, your career, really analyzing your life and saying, you know, is this where I want to be? And is this contributing? Because for me personally, all of my exterior kind of aspects of my life were absolutely contributing to that depression. And once I literally walked away from all of that, within three, four weeks, I have never since had an anxiety attack or felt depression or wanted to kill myself. And how can you explain that? Like, how can you explain that? Like if I went to a GP or a doctor, they'd be like, oh, we obviously just got better. Well, well, then we've cured. Do you know what I mean? Like, how would you have that argument with someone? <laughs> oh my God, tell him, Queen. Just fucking tell him. Oh my <laughs> so, my God. next question then is what advice would you give to anyone listening who is in a similar situation and is facing either addiction, depression, or a dark night of the soul? Mm, um, well, there's, there's a plenty of ways that we can define what the suffering is, but here's the thing right if life was light and breezy and there was no challenge and you never had dark nights of the soul it would be fucking boring okay let's just be real like you know when a baby comes into the world what's they're doing is kicking and screaming and being like yo it, this hurts like i'm, I'm just I'm, i've lost all my comfort but what happens the baby grows rapidly and then it's the same for us like throughout life one of my favorite quotes of all time the one that got me through some of the hardest times is suffering is essential in the development of man for he is both the marble and the sculptor and i just think that if you can develop a meaning in your suffering it's it will help you get through like i've been addicted to distraction since i was getting raped and molested when i was a little kid and like i just needed the distraction to stop me from thinking about it because every time i tried to talk about it people would shut me down they were like no that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't happen what are you talking about and so like what I did was look at, okay, I've got problems. That's the first step. Okay. There's this, there's this model that I use. It's called the four A's and I'm not going to claim that I made it up, but I don't know where I heard it from in the beginning. So whatever. Um, the first A is acknowledge. So acknowledge what's going on. Okay. I'm addicted to distraction. My distractions, video games. First and foremost, I would spend 12 hours a day sometimes online just whacking out video games playing like they, like i was getting paid to do it which i definitely wasn't um this second a is accept so accept that this is that you are doing it there's nothing worse than resisting what is because resistance only makes stronger so when you can accept yes i am involving myself in this activity now it might be uh, a toxic relationship it might be saying yes when you want to say no and being a people pleaser it, it, it could be a whole host of things but accepting it and taking ownership that is what will help you to move through it and work with it and understand what it's teaching if you keep resisting and say no it's fine i don't have a problem it gets worse and you become even more toxic over time the third a is assess so you want to assess where you're at right now okay i've got this toxic problem 
and it's not a judgment thing when we say toxic. It just means that it's going to bleed out into other areas of your life and make it a problem for other things. So the reason why we have addictions is because the relationship we have with ourselves is lacking in something. So we feel like, okay, I can't get something from within. So I've got to look outside of me. As someone who was addicted to many forms of distraction, the last thing you want to do is be alone with the thoughts in your damn head. Because it's not fun. You, that's why we're seeking escape. So when we assess, okay, this... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is what I'm doing. The second part of the assessment phase is where do I want to be? For me, I said, okay, I just want peace of mind. I don't want to feel like, you know, from a young age, I felt like I had thousands of voices in my head that were just shouting over each other and I could never make decisions. I was easily led, easily manipulated because I could not think. Like, I couldn't think straight, hardly ever. And, you know, it was really troubling. So all I wanted was clarity of mind. And then the last A is acting. How are you going to behave in, in a, what way are you going to behave to create what you want? So let's look at law of attraction, right? They, they say you've got to become that which you're seeking in order to manifest it. So I applied that to my situation. What do I want? I want peace. Well, if I want peace, I have to be the walking embodiment of that bitch. Uh, excuse me, I meant of peace. You know what I'm saying? So I've got to walk around, like not, not on a I'm uh, holier than thou approach, but like, I have to assess myself. Is me engaging in arguments with other people peaceful? Fuck no. Is me walking around the, the forest speaking about my problems to myself going to bring me peace? I think so. Let's go and try that. And it's literally that. That is the, the core of what's going to help you to move forward is really just being honest with yourself and owning the way you behave. Did I act peacefully every single opportunity I had? Definitely not. I'm not perfect and I'm not trying to be a monk anymore. I spent like three years almost abstinent, not doing many things because I wanted to cultivate this peace. I got a lot of growth out of it, but there's only a certain amount of growth you will get from abstaining from talking to people and society and work and like traditional things that we're encouraged to do. If you want to go down that route, go for it. If you want to abstain from it, understand why. Like I abstain from alcohol now because I know it's not for me. 
But before I was doing it because like, oh no, it's bad and, and I'm good. It's not about that. It's not about coming from a place of judgment. It's really on, just being honest with yourself. You don't need to tell anyone else what you're doing or justify it. Really just understand what you've been doing so far and how it's contributing to the way you feel and think today. Perfect. And it's just so amazing the advice you gave there like you know I know a lot of people will resonate with that and just yeah I really really love that and one thing actually which I've just remembered which I wanted to bring up was a thing um Gabby Bernstein said about her postnatal depression she's had that when your practices aren't working that's when you know to get help or that you know there is something wrong where medication would be advised and I definitely would agree with that and if you're someone who's newly listening to this who's like well I don't know what my practices are you know meditation's obviously a great way as such and said to obviously you know find that inner peace address your bullshit call out your own bullshit absolutely and you know read self-help books get on it watch youtube videos get listening to podcasts like this you know mm. taking inspired action all part of your practices learn a new skill whether it's turning to eft for example which is emotion emotional freedom technique to help relieve the intensity of your emotions or you know your anger or whatever you may be feeling and it's really about taking that action and once you've done all those things if it is still not shifting and you're not seeing yourself go up that kind of emotional scale as such and you're kind of still at a zero one two and you can't see yourself going up three four five then yes absolutely you can say look i've tried i've tried to do this naturally let's try the other options absolutely i just want to add one other thing to this like you know a lot of us when we're in addiction like we have this like view of ourselves really negative views of ourselves like oh you're a piece of shit or whatever i used to be like what i just used to look at myself in the mirror sometimes like what are you actually doing like you waste of space now a lot of people will say oh but you just gotta love yourself man and it'll be okay <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Self-love is the shit. I fucking love myself now. But why? It's because like, you know, the words inspired action. I love that so much because it's like, I okay, where, where I was before, I didn't love myself. The inspired actions was like, okay, I started learning how to make music. I started making videos. I started writing my blog. I started exercising. I started eating healthier. The things that I did for myself made me love myself quitting my job breaking up with toxic people cutting everyone out of my life like i'm not saying that's for everyone i'm just saying the blanket statement that applies to every single person in the world is you will not just randomly love yourself one day it comes from oh, i wake up and be like yo thank you so much for doing the laundry i know it's a stupid example to bring up but i love the smell and i'm like yeah thank you past me for for washing these clothes now present day me and future me can enjoy the, the nice smell. Um, thank you for breaking up with that person. Thanks for asking that person out. When you can thank yourself for things that you've done, that's how you can really cultivate a loving and fulfilling relationship with yourself that revolves around self-love. Yes, 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 yes to all of that. Love it. <laughs> so what are your top tips on the law of attraction? And what ones would you say have been bullshit in your experience? Okay, let's let's start with the bullshit one because that's that's more fun. Um, I I think okay, I'm a big fan of I'm I'm friends with Leo Alexandra Isabel Palacios, um, some of these other Law of Attraction YouTubers who you might not have heard of. 
and sometimes we'll I'll see them make videos about certain things like manifest a text from someone or you know change your appearance with the law of attraction and I've watched them and I think they're great but I think overall if you see something that revolves around getting something in a short period of time then you're looking for a shortcut and I have no respect for that it's not a judgment thing it's not a I'm better than you thing. The reason I don't have respect for shortcuts is because it tells a lot about the character traits that you have acquired. If you're looking for quick wins and you don't want to put in that much effort, unfortunately, there's a lot of videos out there and people out there who will exploit that and take your time and your money because they know, you know, shortcut sounds way more appealing and way more sexy than just put in the hard work over a period of time and you'll see slow and steady results. So one of the bullshit things that I've seen is like in this amount of seconds or this really short period of time, you can manifest something that really means it's something important to you. When, you know, the reason I think is bullshit is just because you're not really, you're missing the whole point of what this is. The law of attraction is already working for you. It's already in your life. It's already happening. And when you look for shortcuts, what are you really manifesting there? Let's look at what, you know, they say you attract what you are. What are you being in that point in time? You're being someone who is looking at taking shortcuts, who's looking to gain something quickly without putting in the necessary work. So what, is, what are you going to attract? You're going to attract similar people, places, and things of a similar nature. And that's why a lot of us feel like, oh, it's not working, other people's fault and blah, blah, blah. It's no one else's fault you got to really honestly assess who am I being? And that will show you like, what you're going to manifest. It will show you why people are in your life right now. Um, another bullshit one, I think, is like how to, how to manifest a specific person. I mean, like, if you're fixated on manifesting Jonathan because you like the way he looks and he's gotten uh, whatever, I don't know. But let's not pick on the features. But if you're stuck on one idea of someone, you're missing out on the potential thousands of other people that you could have been open to talking to, to having interaction with. Oh, oh, actually, you know what? One of my favorite bullshit ones is, and, I, and this not being judgmental, I'm not sexist, most of my friends are women. Women, and not all of them, but a lot of women will say, I've been manifesting this partner for a long time. I'll say, oh, that's great. How, how have you been doing that? And they say, I've just been meditating on it and been thinking about it. That is not manifesting. Like, I, I, I'm glad you laughed at that because I know you know what I'm talking about. Like, this is not manifesting. That is you sitting there and thinking about something. It's exactly the same way as when they say you think about a Lamborghini, you put the picture up on your vision board and there it is, you'll see it. Like, yeah, someone might come into your driveway because they needed to turn the car around and then it's gone. That's, that might be how you manifested it. But I just see a lot of people... Um, okay, let's look at that, the example I brought up with women saying I've been manifesting and just been thinking about it. In our, in our culture now, so many things are accepted. I don't think there's any excuse for uh, uh, any females to say, oh, but, you know, men, women shouldn't ask men. Now, if you don't want to, that's a different thing. But don't judge yourself for wanting to do it. That's, it might be part of your action. Or if you go and talk to someone, that's part of you manifesting the relationship you want. It might not be with that person. But your actions are aligning with what you want to manifest. And like I... I don't speak too much on this because I'm not a woman, so it doesn't really make sense for me to go on and on about it. But it just applies to everyone. You know, if I want to manifest a relationship, I know I've got to talk to a lot of people. 
and by talking to people, I'll maybe put in touch with someone. That has happened so many times. I walked my dogs with um, this lady nearby, and she introduced me to a woman who I was completely like just captivated by. And it was amazing. And I would never have had that if I didn't have the intention of, I'm going to talk to people because I want to be in a relationship. And I know that by talking to people, you meet other people. So I know that was kind of long-winded, but those, those are the <laughs> bullshit ones. Um, top tips. Okay, so yeah, like just become that what, what you're seeking. Um, it sounds really like woo-woo and mystical when I say that. Um, okay, like let's look at a common one, which is I want to manifest more money. What does that actually mean? <clears throat> money is a form of energy, right? So when you want to manifest more energy, you've got to first look at your own energetic bank balance. What does your energetic bank balance mean? When I wake up in the morning, my energetic bank balance is maybe like 60% because I'm tired. After I've brushed my teeth, shake my butt, dancing to some tunes, and I've eaten my food and I've walked my dogs, done my yoga, done a bit of meditation, my energetic bank balance is like 50 million because I'm feeling amazing. Now, when people say, I feel like a million dollars, are they more likely to manifest money or are they less likely? Way more because they're filling the energetic bank balance. So if I want to become, if I want to manifest energy, I've got to become energetic, which means filling my life with people, places, habits, and things that fill me with energy. And if I do the opposite, if there's any energy drainers in my life, then I will not manifest what I'm seeking or it will come in very slow. Like it won't really come in the results that I'm looking for. You get what I'm saying? Definitely. Like it all makes sense. And like even the bullshit points you brought up are just so true because I see these videos which are obviously like clickbait and you're just like, <laughs> no. So I thought, right, I'm going to like use my platform here to turn this around. So I did a video on how to attract a text from someone. But instead of doing talking the bullshit that other people were I was like let's actually address the root cause behind why you want a text from that person let's mm -hmm. you know because with the law of attraction when we set an intention and it's perfectly okay to want a text from someone and it's perfectly okay to want your ex back these are probably the most common things we see but ultimately you have to clear all the blocks within like which is in the way between you and that desire so like you said with the whole shortcuts yeah these videos these clickbaits this bullshit is 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 those shortcuts it's giving people that false hope of and you know what you may actually manifest it but do you think that you are turning up as the best version of yourself who is in alignment with the best outcome so if you want it to be a positive interaction with that person you may manifest a text from them but it may be actually you know quite a rude text or maybe not quite the text you wanted because you haven't really like cleared you know the stuff within yourself or address the blocks within yourself to make way for that positive interaction as such so exactly like Sanchin said you know sometimes time is not a bad thing you know having it quickly isn't always the best way so I totally totally agree with that and thank you for sharing that because it's so true and I'm glad we're on the same wavelength with that one um mm. and it's there's funny because other, sorry sorry carry on I was just gonna say there's one other thing with trying to manifest your ex back into your life personally I don't think it's a bad thing either like there's no judgment on my part but really like look at it like are you just addicted to the way that person made you feel and if you are like there's your 
is it real love if you're just wanting something from them? I remember I saw this quote from Will Smith. He said for his wife, he's not responsible for her happiness. She's happy on her own. He's happy on his own. When they come together, they share it. And that's great. And I've seen this time and time again. Men and women both do this. They, they pining for their ex back over so many years because they, they're, they're clinging on to the, those times that they had with them. If you want to get your ex back, there's one law that applies to this scarcity breeds value when you don't when you don't interact with that person and you make yourself scarce and you don't make yourself so available i'm not talking about going to sleep with a bunch of people i'm not talking about that i'm saying you work on yourself you really take time to better yourself you might meet derek or jonathan again and be like oh god what was i thinking and you might not want them back is is like that law I've seen it myself. I used to be a codependent, really bad codependent. As soon as I started working on myself, all my ex girlfriends came out of the closet and they were like, "Hey, uh, what's going on here?" <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, my last question to you today then is, what is one piece of life advice that you would like to leave my listeners with? Um, okay, so my grandfather came to England in the late sixties and he went through a lot of stuff. He had nine children with, with one with his wife. She died when my dad was like 11 and my dad was the youngest of nine. And my grandfather, when he came here, he wasn't allowed to rent a property. People spat on him. You know, he wasn't allowed to rent a property because he was the color of his skin. He was spat on because of the color of his skin. He would try and go places and on the outside, it would say no blacks, no dogs, no Irish, stuff like that. It was pretty bad. But you know, he never lost his his spirit, his character, and his grandfather had lost their family's wealth. And he came here with basically nothing. He lived on someone's floor and he made, he established a successful restaurant business out, out of someone's garage. And, and over time he was able to bring his children over. And, you know, I, I always talk to my dad about my grandfather because I only spent five, six years with him, but I was so young. Like I don't really remember a lot of it. And every time we talk about him, he said, my dad used to say one thing and one thing only. Adversity brings character, but only if you're looking for it. I added the last bit on myself. Not only if you're looking for it, because a lot, look, everyone's going to go through suffering. Everyone's going to go through adversity. It's up to you. What do you want to look for in it? You want to look for a reason to be a victim? Go for it. It's going to be there for you all day. Those excuses will always be there for you. Just like Netflix, all of that stuff is always going to be there for you. But what's not always going to be there is the time you can invest in yourself today. Time is the greatest asset that you will ever have. It's more, worth more than money because you can never buy, you can never make more time. You can always wait, make more money. So my advice to everyone, look at the one thing that's in your control. How are you investing your time and what has it brought you so far? Amazing. And just so powerful as well. Like, you know, I just love that quote from your granddad because it just shows how much strength you know, adversity can build in someone's definitely and it's so inspiring. So thank you so much for being here today, Sasha. It has been an absolute pleasure talking with you and, you know, discussing all things depression and mental health. So how can my followers or where can my followers find you online if they want to learn more about what you do? Yeah, it's been really fun, Emma. I know every time we have conversations, I always like, um, it just makes me feel like, yeah, I've got such a cool tribe of soul family around me. I'm very lucky to be in contact with you. Um, yeah, if people want to check out what I'm doing, you can just type three words into Google spoon of consciousness and you'll find my YouTube channel, Instagram page, podcast, um, and 
I'm reinstating my blog, but uh, it's not really fully up yet. But yeah, I'm always I'm always on Instagram. That's the main place you can find me. If you've got a question, I would very heavily encourage you to reach out to me because I answer all my DMs. It might take me a bit of time to get back to you, but I will definitely do that. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. And I'll also link Sashin's website in the description down below. So you have a clickable link as well. But thank you, Sashin, so much. Thank you, Emma. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my podcast episodes today. I really hope you've enjoyed Sachin and I's podcast episode and our chat all about depression and mental health. Um, as always, you can find Sachin's link down below if you want a clickable link to his website. And if you want to find out anything more about myself, my coaching or anything else I do, you can find it all over on my website, emmamumford.co.uk. So thank you so much guys for being here today and listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love love to see you again soon don't forget you can join my free law of attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things law of attraction and spirituality so I hope you have a great week whatever you're up to and I'll see you all next week for my next podcast episode lots of love guys ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.